This episode is powered by Poddex. What up, fanboys and fangirls and non-binaries? Welcome to another edition of Talking Pop, the podcast of all things pop culture. I'm your host, Stefan Chai. Of course, joining me is my co-host, Biko. Hello. Hope you guys are trying to keep cool because fucking hot outside. Um, I know temperatures in the West Coast have been, like, weird. I think I heard it was, like, 100 so make so. I know summer is almost over. Um, but, unfortunately, where we are, Illinois... And decided to go back to pretty much mask and doors again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically back to wearing mask and doors. Not just your vaccine, you pretty much have to wear mask and doors. Um, I'll say the biggest thing this whole week, because this is Sunday as we're recording this, of course, so we'll be back to our normal recording day. But one thing I do want to address, like the biggest thing that was that came out this past week was finally Sony and Marvel decided to release, finally release the trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home. Because it's been like, you know, anticipation of what's, what the whole plot is. I know we had like a little teaser where, you know, it was like the three actors, you know, coming out of the director's like, you know, office saying, you know, about the trailer and stuff saying, oh, it's coming out in December, it's going to be in theaters. You pretty much answer questions that so far for this film, even though we I just heard that the Tom Hardy uh, Venom Let There Be Carnage got delayed again to possibly oh. next year. That's unfortunate. It got pushed back again, and of course, they, that is, I don't know if it's going to be, right now with Shang-Chi coming out in his official day, it has to be in theaters, um, there has been no talks of it being on Disney+, and with this one being the Sony Marvel partnership, this was pretty much going to be in theaters in December, um, they finally decided on Monday, they finally decided to release the trailer. And of course, Biko has not seen the trailer. Damn, it's got a... I, I seen it once. I kind of figured we're going to have Biko take a look at the trailer and see what he thinks. How he reacts to it. So, there might be a little bit of audio from the trailer itself. But if you haven't checked out the trailer, I mean, so far, this was from IGN. It got about 6.8 million views. Yeah, it was published on August 24th. August 24th, yeah, that's when the trailer was released, so... Go ahead and play it and see how Pico thinks. Oh no. 
takes place after Doctor Strange 2. Which yeah. you can tell the way that it's showing, because it's showing Peter visiting the the Sanctum. You saw the hell that snow. Yeah. And it looked like he just got back from something. Right. So, remember, like, going back to WandaVision, WandaVision leads into Doctor Strange. Remember, Doctor Strange film, that the sequel is going to be in the in the, the Universe of Madness. Right. So that's why he's going to run across, you know, different multiverses. And that's why, even though the multiverse was teased in Spider-Man Far From Home by Mysterio, this kind of like embellishes it more. Right. And like I said, this is them from another universe. But I think with Doctor saying hello, Peter, I'm guessing, seeing that he's in a suit, he's assuming that's Peter Parker, but not the Peter Parker from his universe. Yeah, just Peter Parker in general. That's what I mean. Because, remember, with this agreement between Sony and Marvel about bringing Spider-Man back, they're trying to find a way they can work in both universes. <laughs> I think this is a, a, a way for that to work. That's not a way for it to work due to like, the agreement they have. Because what Sony, what Sony did, they decided to rename it now. It's called like the Sony Spider-Man Universe. Yeah. That's what they're calling it now. But, I mean, there's been like people, like when this character came out, people like, analyzing it and pretty much saying... Oh, there's some things you you pause it. There's some things you'll see because there's like rumors that the lizard might come out or Venom's there because you see a shadow. And then of course, um, the way this trailer is too was this would talk to you Daredevil being it as well. Um, but like I said, I mean, yeah, the trailer's only two minutes, and I know we're only a few months away from it. It comes out in December, but I think. 
to me, this was a good time for them to release trailer just to keep people from just all being impatient and just waiting and waiting and waiting. Because, like I said, the rumors about Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield possibly making an appearance in it. Since they're the other Spider-Man. Right. Mm. Which makes sense. Because that's what I said. They're doing this whole multiverse thing. But I like for the fact that it kind of follows that linear... You know, he's dealing with the father that now everyone knows he's Spider-Man. And trying to find a way. Like I said, it's the whole basis of him coming to Doctor Strange. Because Doctor Strange has his knowledge of manipulating time and space. To find a way, you know, to try to make it like no one knows that he's Spider-Man. Yeah. But of course, he got in the way, and of course, as you can see, it, the spell kind of messed up. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a, the type of movie where he's going to play both timelines, and it's just going to kind of messing with a little bit, but we're going to see, like, Dr. Octopus and Green Goblin just be, like, maybe menacing towards him for a little bit. Because he's like it shows like he's shifting timelines, so he's probably just crossing both both of them. So he, he sees them for a little bit, and then maybe they break through their timeline. So maybe maybe cause like rifts or something. And then considering that Doctor Strange is there, I'm probably sure he's gonna probably do a lot of spells to where it kind of goes and fixes everything again. But I'm thinking that maybe not just him. Probably Scarlet Witch will make an appearance because, like I said, the six. The way they say the way this movie is, they're saying it's supposed to be take place after Doctor Strange two, even though the right way. Yeah, but right, but just just because like I don't know, I, I I guess it's okay they're doing this. I just kind of I also don't like that they're doing this now because I like how they weren't doing so much homages to the old one. I liked how they were just doing the, their own thing and then like. Them bringing the old goblin and this guy back is fine. Whatever, let them get their chops in while they're still here because they're good actors. But like, I just, I was kind of done with all that. I, I liked where it was going. So them kind of throwing this angle is just kind of like lazy. I, I know, like, like you said, like they want to do Sony justice by trying to make a, a good deal. Well, we're to work in both parties financially mainly because that's what it is just like the multiverse introduction yeah too. So I think that like I said I think to me this is like almost a starting point where they can bring the X-Men in right and like have the Mac or the Fantastic Four now that you know Marvel has it now Disney and Marvel have it now those rights to those like you know movie rights to those characters but why don't they just do their own movies and not bring it into like something like Spider-Man like what is Pop, it going to do is with Sony, it's because Sony still has rights to Spider-Man that's what the, they had from us. and like I said there's been like like I said besides this there have been rumors that supposedly it's a possibility that Disney's trying to get my interest of trying to buy Sony's like film division no you're right but to the point they can buy or simply just to buy out the rights that they sold like Almost like twenty something years, twenty one years ago, basically twenty two years ago, when they when they when Marvel Entertainment back then went to bankruptcy, ended up selling rights to all their all their like IP movie rights to all these um, different companies just to save money, just to get money, you know. To yeah, capital. they were desperate. They were desperate at that time. But the, right, but that has nothing to do with like why they still need to incorporate these old characters into new movies. Like, with this one, like, especially with X-Men, like, everyone knows what X-Men is, so they don't need to do... No, they don't need to do an introduction, that's it. Like, they don't need to do an introduction. Yeah, but it, they're it, doing it, it. They're doing it again. Like, the shit that... The shit that makes it worse is when they... The shit that made Star Wars bad was doing shit Talk like about the this. Star Wars prequel or talk about the Star Wars the new one? I'm talking about the Star Wars the new one. Is when they took one. the time to bring these old characters in just for fan service and it makes the movie shitty. 
because it's like it, by itself as the way the Spider-Man stuff was going mm-hmm. they didn't spend too much time because they didn't need to do all that and look how it's going they set their own lane and it's good it's successful the movies are entertaining he was fine I get that they're doing it with this one but I'm just kind of like if if they're doing it with Spider-Man they're going to continue it down the line with the other movies right so they can tie it with some sort of universe I think that's not going to work well this time around considering like they already did their own lane the first time around the first past decade even with bringing even we've seen Spider-Man done time and time again right and it's fine if it's done well it works Mm-hmm. We don't need to do the story. They don't have to rehash the story. But then when they do shit like this, it's like I feel like it's just lazy and it could hurt them. Because even if it's for twenty percent of the movie that they fight each other again, he's like, "What the fuck, Doc Doc?" Angry God. I'm like, even if it's for twenty percent of the movie, I'm like, in the grand scheme of things, what is that? I don't want to see them like we have to get Doctor Strange and they're gonna suddenly throw a couple X Men characters in. It's like we just give them a movie already. Like, that, we're seeing the Black Widow thing happen. The movie sucked. And it bit it in the ass. And because the movie should have been made a long time ago. Yeah. And now ScarJo like... has... Her career has to get a hit from it. And and now she... And hopefully she gets her due in court. But, like, outside of that, now she had to do a movie that, like, which should have been done a long time ago. And now she has to end her career with Disney by suing them for money. Like, it sucks that she has... Because, like, those actors take hits from their careers when a movie sucks. Not the, not the studios. The studio will get their money with something else. Mm. But, like, the actors, like, they're in one bad movie. That's their whole career right there. So, like, with this stuff, I don't know. Maybe... The movie, I'm sure, will still be good. Like, it looks like they're going to do a lot of cool shit with it. Especially with the time-bending stuff, the Inception-looking stuff with Doctor Strange... Which should be also really cool. Which is cool. Like, it's always... That's good that they're implementing him more with the main universe so that people can get more comfortable with him being uh, around uh, when Iron Man's not around more. So, like, they can yeah, use him like you said, a vehicle like, for the yeah, plot. I mean, dude, by the comics, like, Spider-Man interacted with a lot yeah. of, like, a lot of the different characters. I think he had more of a better relationship with um, Stephen Strange. Yeah, so people need to get... On board with that a little more. Like he has, like Peter has all these other fodder, like people, like besides Tony, you know, that look out for him. And I like for the fact that you know, Strange is like, hey, we saved the world together. You know, we're we're past, you know, yeah, simple trees, simple trees. Yeah, we we saved the world. <laughs> and just the funny how he's just like, oh, okay, Steven. And he's like, and then he's just like, <laughs> I don't weird. know. I like Cabernet does a really good job as Doctor Strange. Like to me, I, when they announced him, I'm like. Oh, he's a good actor. Good actor. Like, I haven't seen Sherlock, which, honestly, I need to no, check out. Good. I need to check out that. This is him and Martin Freeman, and I heard it's, like, really good. <coughs> and, you know, him playing Smog for Lord of, for the Hobbit trilogy yeah. as well. And people forget about that. Like, he did motion. He did, like, the motion capture. And, like, he did the... I saw, like, behind the stuff. Not only did the voice, but he also did the motion capture for that character for Smog. And... I was happy when they'd say, oh, we're going to do Doctor Strange, and he was going to be back with, you know, back in, you know, in our sequel, and they're like, and, I mean, it, think about it too, because Sam Raimi, think about it, he's directing Doctor Strange too. So I don't know if it, that Sam Raimi is helping out a little bit with, with this film, especially getting like them reaching out and getting out from Molina and getting, you know, obviously that's Willem Dafoe. Dude, I... I doubt they're gonna have the actor. I forgot his name. Who played in the, played a goblin in the 
Amazing Spider-Man. Because I ha- honestly, I don't know, compared to like, like I'm glad they had Alfred Molina back as Doc Ock. And I'm thinking, because like I said, remember, Sam Raimi's directing Doctor Strange too. So I wouldn't be surprised if Sam Raimi did kind of help with this film as well. Yeah. Because it's like, you bring Doctor Strange, it's almost like, you know, Sam Raimi probably has some influence on it as well. And hopefully it is Willem Dafoe. It sounds like him. Yeah. Based on the trailer, I've been mean, playing the King Island. That orb, that metal, that pumpkin bomb. Obviously, if you guys, I don't know if you haven't seen the original Spider-Man trilogy, which to me the first two were good, but the third one was, to me, was rushed and followed to the point of having too many villains, which kind of branched the whole main plot around. That's what I mean. It's like they don't want to repeat those same mistakes. And it looks like this is what they're doing. Like, it's just old shit. Like, that didn't work before. Like, but the difference in here is at least here Peter's not alone <sighs> think about it he's not alone in this one because he's got other characters in the MCU to help out as well I guess but, uh, I mean honestly if you compare it to like Spider-Man 3 and the Rainyverse I mean it was mostly him why can't they just do a he didn't get like carried in joining until though. later on they could, I know but they could have focused on a whole new bad guy instead of bringing old bad guys in but I'm thinking is this probably could lead to the Sinister Six Right, but that's what I mean. Like, why don't they just use different people, like, to represent that instead of reaching for these old guys? Like, no offense to these actors, but they're not exactly young guns. Willem Dafoe and Alfred Molina, <laughs> like, they're super old, <laughs> especially in the acting world. Like, so for them to to do the Don superhero <clears throat> action movie roles into the foreseeable future in this, if they're trying to create a whole other. <clears throat> excuse me cinematic trend again what they did the past decade like wouldn't you want to do it with say people that are in their 20s mm-hmm. or 30s that are well have their lives ahead of them um or their more their probability of staying alive is a little better <laughs> so like no offense to these guys like Alfred Molina looks great it's CGI has done well for the suits and all that but like dude how long does it take to make these movies like almost three years in the making, it took forever, and then with COVID happening, it made everything worse. I think COVID was like last year, I think. Yeah, you see, so like. Yeah, that's the one thing too with these films. Like and with and this kid, this guy too, Holland. I mean, we got maybe a couple more movies out of him too, and before he wants to get do something else, they get, these guys get bored too, only doing. So he's, I mean, he's not Robert Downey by any means, because he Robert Downey could do other shit because he has that liberty. He was in the game longer, but now that. Holland's getting his career under him and he's starting to do more shit too in the indie circuit and, and this like I, I I see him being able to want it, wanting to branch out to doing other stuff that's not like superhero like I just see his career going like um, what's his name Harry Potter guy Daniel Radcliffe yeah like he's he's done some excellent movies after the Harry Potter um, saga he was in like He's that he was able to choose his roles, and they're all very quirky movies, but they're all weird and good in their and own ways. And then he tried to branch into comedy with that. Yeah. I think he's in that show, Miracle Workers. Like he's that's he's, on he's trying to like. He has some to, interesting shit. He I see him Miracle Workers. He's actually not bad because it's like hmm, him doing comedy because he's yeah. been because he's like I said, like you said, they try to avoid being like typecast, you know. And he's a kid actor technically. Like he was. Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, he was a kid doing that movie. He was right? a kid. Yeah. But I'm saying him, like, exploring other types of film genre, just to not to be typecast as, like, you know, the tragic hero, you know. Yeah. 
But with Tom Holland, I mean, the way he is, he's, he loves being Spider-Man. He even says he'll keep doing it as long as they need him. Like, right. that's what he said. Like, he'll keep doing it as long as they need him. But I think the way his deal is, I think it's just this film and uh, the next ever Avengers team up, whenever that happens. Mm. Um, that would probably be like that, unless they set him more and he can go into this, the, the Sony universe, where he can just jump over up here, mm-hmm. like in the other films. I mean, you got Morbius. I think Craven finally got somebody to play Craven that's supposed to be getting done soon. And you had the Morbius film with Jared Leto. And then, of course, we were talking about you know the Carnage movie getting pushed back. We'll see when that happens. You know, like the Venom Let There Be Carnage, and you know, and like I said they're starting to build like this whole stable, like having these films have like these films by themselves, just to set up for what eventually leads to the Sinister Six. To me, this is what it's kind of like, almost like slowly, you know, building upon it. And like I said, with the rumors of Andrew Garfield, Tom McGuire possibly appearing in this film, you know, you can tell that have been shown. They're probably trying to keep that for when the film finally releases. Yeah, because I wouldn't be surprised with the posters when those posters release for this film. They're probably not going to be featured on the posters. No, because they don't want to give it away, you know. And to me, it's like we'll see. Because like I said, I love the idea of them. Doing a multiverse, and like, yeah, it was mentioned a little bit in Spider Farmer Home and then WandaVision and stuff because they see what she's working on. Because it, her actions as well with the book, if you haven't seen WandaVision, spoiler alert, um, she's got the book The Dark Hole, um, which is pretty mentioned a lot, like in Ghost Rider, Blue Hornet as well. And like I said, with Doctor Strange shooting the multiverse of madness, we'll probably see more deeper once you know that film gets released. And, and of course, like I said, with the Spider-Man universe, you know, expanding and having all these characters, and so they're trying to do as much as they can to build upon that. Um, but the way this film, like, I'm excited for the film. It comes out in December. It's right around the holidays. That's a good, like, point where pretty much your people are going to be going to the theaters. I mean, honestly, you're going to have to go to the theaters because they're not going to release it on streaming, depending on if the plans still go work in their favor, if, you know, Sony doesn't push it back. Or, it, like, if COVID doesn't get worse. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to show you because, like, what you thought of it. Because I know you're not much of a trailer guy. It's been known. But since we both love Spider-Man, you know, kind of, like, we're both big Spider-Man fans. And, um... I just wanted to get, like, your opinion on it overall. What's, like, your whole opinion about the whole trailer? Um... I think the movie's gonna be good. It looks like it's gonna be good. Uh... I like how they're giving us snippets of what him and Doctor Strange are going to get up to as far as uh, him wanting to kind of, you know, want, wanting him to manipulate time for him and how that could affect him and the consequences of that. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, it's perfect. I think it's a good plot to go off of because so, we see Doctor Strange use his weird ass abilities and then. Him still getting comfortable with being Spider-Man with the public knowing that he is and how overwhelming it's going to be for his life. And, and we see that in uh, just just the constant struggle that they always show with Peter Parker and him being Spider-Man. So the movie's going to be good. I think as long as they do well by getting these old characters back in the mix, if, they, if, it, if it works well in the movie, then it's, it'll be good. If... As much as I don't like them doing that, sacrificing that type of creativity just for this type of fan service, like, I think it's fine if it works well. 
Um, even if they got to put these characters to rest or this way and get these old guys to come in. So get more people to be like, oh, yeah, this that's awesome. We remember that Spider-Man. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited to see another Marvel movie and, and just always excited to see another Spider-Man movie. Um, hopefully it does well. And I'm excited to see what trailers they're going to show, any sneak peek they're going to show after the credits so we can see what they're where they're going to take the this shit. Because yeah. Yeah. Um, those, like, one minute says a lot. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. And um, uh, I wish they would put Craven in this one, but no, it looks like they're going to probably save him. So I don't know. I well, just I mean, wish they use bigger enemies, but maybe they'll have more. It's just the trailer. That's why I don't like trailers because they just show you, and then it could be totally different from what you expected. And I don't know. I mean, too. I think with the time being messed up because if you have, I don't have you even checked out Loki. No, no. They see they already have videos that's showing a good Loki connection already. Yeah, there's like yeah. like there's already guys there. There's like videos of Jesus like Christ. breaking it down. Let's see if because this person says it's about sixty-one Easter eggs. Like I said, this trailer was like two minutes, and it's like someone's already took the liberty of breaking it down. And but to me, sixty-one Easter egg references. Wow. But I mean, it looked like I don't. Do you want me to spoil Loki for you, or yeah, that's fine. Yeah, because if you guys have seen Loki, check it out on Disney Plus. Um, Disney Plus. Um, there's a spoiler alert. There is a second season plan, but um, it's all about the timekeepers and trying to. They're the governor of these branches of your timeline. If these branches fire off, there's no like variance. You know, if you don't do the action you were supposed to do, and it becomes like a variant. So. And supposedly one the timekeepers, one of them is becomes uh, he's basically a variant or basically a good variant for basically what this bubble cinematic universe is going to lead to, like the big next big guy. Because we have Thanos, but now it's leading to Kang the Conqueror. But the one we see in Loki is the good variant of Kang. But he mentioned that if you do this to me, he tell look at Steve Ditko. <laughs> Yeah, this is a, you say you're one of the creators of Spider-Man. Spider-Minion or something. Um, and, and pretty much, you know... And the way that, you know, with Loki is like now... And we're going to see a variant of, you know, who eventually becomes King to Conquer. He's going to make his appearance in the universe. Due to Loki's actions. And they pretty much screw up the timeline, so that's going to be like a little, like a little thing that's going to happen, you know. Well, that that's going to have some kind of ramifications of what you can see here in the Spider-Man trailer, based on your know, timelines and stuff too. Because now everything's being pretty much variated. But in the way they're making it, and that kind of makes sense because why does um Strange have? So one thing I did notice that he has the Aya Akamoto, and that was one of the, the time gems, and he has it on there, and I'm surprised he has it. So I wonder what his manipulation that's that could kind of be effective what Loki did in the series as well. 
as you can see here, like someone's like trying to break down like the Easter eggs and stuff, but I don't know. To me, like I love this Spider-Man because it's like a younger Spider-Man, so it's like the Spider-Man to me. He's kind of like the ultimate Spider-Man version. So basically, uh, it's something like Betty Brand, I guess. Yeah. And you know, focuses more him on high school and stuff. And I kind of like like you said the Inception stuff and that happens with the with the whole the universe and stuff. But I don't know. To me, it's um. Hopefully this film like, that's great when they bought him back. DavidGoodnet. <laughs> they brought him back. Um uh JK Simmons back as uh J. Joe Jameson, but he's like the I guess like the Dave Duke is kinda of like almost like a net like a network. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a CNN type, but like more or less. Dot net, team, so it's kinda like an internet show basically. TMZ and CNN put together. <laughs> CNN <and> TMZ. <laughs> TMN. <laughs> Is it TNN? Yeah. Oh, God. CMZ. CMZ. TMZ is a TNN, dude. <laughs> the, yeah, national TMN. Ne- the National Network. Yeah, trash. They, they make him like Spike TV. Now it's like Paramount. Municipal Network. Now it's a Paramount Network. <laughs> um, yeah, because like I said, based on that... It, like I said, King Conquer eventually becoming the next big bad guy. And of course, we got the Internals coming out there this year, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's going to answer the question what were they doing? Not doing anything. Yeah. There was a, there were the sidelines while everything else was going on. Yeah. And then they got, you got Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings as well. So we're going to see that as well. Like, I think Danny Yen's in it. Mm-hmm. He's in it, so we get to see that. And I heard that, like, that movie is facing some kind of like because um I don't know what do you think Nico like um I, I was something on Twitter or something supposedly they're asking for like people to boycott that film because the way Aquafina is portraying her character or something because you know Aquafina is doing like I haven't seen her act and stuff she's comedian and stuff and I guess the way she's using, like, I guess they call like, the accent. She's using, like, the black scent or something accent. Is she really? I've never seen her. I don't, I don't even know who Aquafina is. you never seen her? No. I've heard of her. I've just never seen her stuff. I know she's in this movie, but no. I don't know why. I, would, I don't know. I, no. Yeah, there was, like, something about that. Like, they were, like, they're asking what in the age thing is. I'm like... It's an all, almost an all Asian movie. It's like, it's just how she does her comedy. Oh, I, I don't know. But uh, I just saw that. I'm like, you guys gonna go crazy over that? And of course, with like, you know, with these films trying to get a lot big in the China market as well too, like the Asian market, like the Chinese market as well. You know. Yeah, they don't want to sacrifice those profits over there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Spider-Man: Far From Home. No, no way home. I like how they kept like the whole home thing, like theme, the consistent theming of it for this film. But you know, I'm excited for it. Here's the Eternals trailer. I don't think you've seen this one. Uh, I think it's the final one, so I don't think they're gonna release another one anymore. But this is kind of like, sorry guys, this is like mostly like react and Beacon reaction reacting to MCU trailers. <laughs> Because that's a, like I said, I think we get, like, yeah, it's going to be like three more. Well, kind of Black Widow, this is going to be like 
So far this year we're going to have four more films than we had. I mean, we got a cast for this film, though. He said Ikea. So you look at that. Uh, I don't know what they're doing. <clears throat> they did. Uh, no, it looks cool. Um, I, I couldn't tell what the big red thing was when they said when they pointed up the, who they work for and they said I couldn't tell if that was Galactus or not. But um, That's one thing too. It might be a person of Galactus yeah. probably. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it looks cool. Um, I wish they would say more, but it seems like they're just going to find all the people together. And all they said was, where the fuck were you with Thanos? And they just said they can't interfere. Yeah, I suppose they did. Because I think what it is, is they're these celestial beings that came to Earth and based on their actions, people view them as gods. Yeah. But they felt that they don't want to be a burden to humanity. That's why they decided to go into hiding and not meddle, like they said here, based on what the trailer was, not meddle into like human affairs. And like you said, where they questioned like what were you doing you know when Thanos attacked mm -hmm. they were dying it's like why didn't they do anything mm -hmm. yeah so like I don't know which is cool that sets up more conflict that they probably will meet up with the main people 
down the road, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I will say, this probably looks more beautifully done compared to the other movies. It looks way different compared to Spider-Man. Just itself cinematography-wise. Uh, but those are two different directors. So this director, yeah, I, don't, I don't know what they've done before, but it looks cool. Like, the CGI looks cool. Um, all the actors are definitely different in their own ways, so it's going to be cool to see how they play their parts. Angelina Jolie in a Marvel movie, that's kind of fucking weird. But, uh... I mean, we had... Owen Wilson come out on Loki, so yeah, like, I guess you know they got yeah everybody basically they got everyone yeah I mean Salma Hayek was one thing but like yeah like him or uh, Angelina Jolie is like oh, okay so seeing them in both of the movie I don't think I've ever seen them in a movie together so it's kind of cool yeah I don't think they've um, ever been in a movie together and since it's like a whole new thing for people to get behind I think it's interesting that they're able to brain characters like this at this point because like I said they, like they have a whole like just start throwing some weird shit at you it, like I said it's about expanding I mean the Marvel Universe like getting these characters like like you said try to get characters that you never think they would get in a movie like there's like the, people think oh when you see Marvel like it's the Avengers you know? like I want Shang-Chi to do well but I just don't feel like it's going to do well I mean I like Shang-Chi I like the way the concept of it is I know we talked about it, like you're like episodes back when yeah, the, the first trailer came but... out and we did touch base on the history of it I mean it yeah. it's interesting how that the whole character was and how at that time the, it was inspiration by various like you know martial artists back then like Bruce Lee he was influenced by that they were influenced by that because it's like this generation now it's like it's good to have a diverse like diverse group of like heroes you know yeah be inclusive you know had this diverse, you know, heroes and stuff like same thing with the Eternals. Basically, the Eternals are basically are pretty much, you know, Greek history's version of gods. Well, yeah, so I was gonna say like it's an easier concept with these people because it's not hard to grasp. At least the general audience to grasp, but it's like, oh, they're just gods that are just trying to, I guess, save humanity again from other things. So like that's that's easy to get behind. Um, it's like Marvel's version of it, basically. Yeah, and they gotta start doing that. Like, Shang-Chi won't be too difficult to get behind, too, because it's more or less just Eastern mysticism. So, like, that's gonna be and cool. And then you see, my... like, how Mandarin's... I mean, honestly, Mandarin's yeah. gotta be, like, the real Mandarin. Yeah. See how his organization is built up. How he became one another big top villain. It's just, like, those those two things... Like, albeit side, those are gonna be two different movies that are gonna be very... I feel like it's just gonna be... Difficult to get anywhere behind because there's not a lot of not a lot of people familiar. I think if you read like the comics, you might get a better familiarity. Like they've just never been in the. I don't think they've gotten that much as as much exposure in the in different media vehicles compared to a property like Black Panther or a property like Iron Man or Captain America or Spider Man. Uh, go what what's the other ones like batman wonder woman like these are main ones like even aquaman at best people albeit they laugh but they still recognize him mm-hmm. um even if it's a laughter you still recognize it like uh guardians of the galaxy for what it's worth nobody thought that was gonna work and it worked but it's because the movie's entertaining if somebody else did it and the movie sucked then we know it would never be made made you know what i mean 
like Marvel can toss it at this point and hopefully it can work but we've seen them make some movies that didn't do as well so like I mean Disney and Pixar get it too right so maybe Marvel is privy to that since they're in the same wheelhouse where they kind of have they always set their bar so high with these movies as far as them being like Mm-hmm. Each movie's a blockbuster at this point for these for them. So yeah. if they make four of them in a row, it's got to be impactful. The story doesn't have to be that crazy, but it has to still be a story that's easier to understand because it's it, it's to these proportions. So like with a character like Shang Chi, I don't know. It, it's gonna be tough. I, I just see it like out of the out of the releases from these year that might do the worst. Like, it'll still be successful, but I think it'll just do, compared to the other ones, it won't do be as successful as The, the Eternals or, or uh, We Are, or Spider-Man, obviously, is going to be the, probably the most, the best seller out of that one. What's the fourth one that we're going to have? Lo- uh, no, four of them was um, Black Widow, remember? Oh, yeah, okay, so, shit. So, maybe, so, yeah, there you go. Like, even with that, it's still a ScarJo. Like, these are still getting, and The Eternals still has Angelina Jolie, Salma Hayek, um, I can't say that guy's name right, but he's recognizable. Uh, and then Paperboy from Atlanta. You still have a lot of actors that are recognizable. Hey, there's a Miller's in there, too. Yeah, so, like, you see, like, you have a lot of fucking... I like it's a diverse cast. That's what I do like about yeah. it. It's, like, it's more mixed. People like, are going to go see it. It's like, oh, Angelina Jolie's in there? I'm going to watch it. Like, they'll bring people on. This is why they hire them. But, like, that Shang-Chi movie, you're going to have to really... Like, oh shit, this is some new shit. I gotta really be into it. But, like, there's no. But I think, too, I think the reason why they're doing that is to get these properties. There were comics before and try to get people to read them. You know, try to. People expand, like, go beyond what they're normally reading when it comes to Marvel comics. Like, just don't stick too much on the X Men. Don't go on the Avengers. Yeah. Read about these other heroes that are in the universe. You know, that's what Marvel's trying to do with the TV show. They tried to do it with the Runaways, Um, they did it with the humans. They tried that, that their best with that. Try to show like these other people that involved in the Marvel Marvel universe. Like there's these other heroes that are out there. And Runaways was like, I had to finish the show. I know it's still on Hulu, I think. The show ended already, but the comics were really good mm-hmm. because there were like that story was like you know a bunch of like kids whose parents were like they see villains and they decide to act against them because they didn't follow to their regimes. And, like the way they did it here with this is um. With this, uh, with that TV show, is they took that concept and made them like all oh, their parents are affluent people who do this weird research and stuff. They're technically evil in the sense of the way what they back it, like what they back up money wise. In the comics, they're all villains, and like the kids, you know, they, you know, they don't want to follow their parents' footsteps, but they also possess like abilities and stuff. And to me, it's like having the Eternals, like you said, to me, like the Eternals is like the version of like the Greek mythology, so the gods. And, the, and when I saw this, was like the final trailer, like the first teaser of it. It talks about a little bit how the actions they were doing, people saw them as like gods. But there's some, there's such genes, which was mentioned before in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, where it was revealed that Peter Quill is a mixture of a celestial being and a human. Mm-hmm. Well, here there are celestial beings, but they have been before. And you know, I guess they just have to be humans, apparently. Yeah, it's just something like okay. So like they got they could just that's what I mean. Like they make these they sometimes they make these movies that gotta be these grand things, so then sometimes they don't like. 
they could just get away with some shit like that. Like, oh, no, so it's like when we watched Luca. It's like, oh, wait, now they're suddenly human because they can get out of the water. It's like, all right, whatever. Like, I love that we can get these grand movies and then that shit just happens. They can get away with that. Like, then the littlest thing, they can't, like, make it more exciting. It's like, oh, we got to somehow look at humans. Let me adopt something. Like, oh, they're just, now you're Selma Hayek. <laughs> like, What? If all gods look like that, holy shit, that'd be amazing. But like, no, it's like here we are. But uh, it's it's a Marvel movie, so we get to suspend disbelief as much as we can with these one these new movies. But like, Internals compared to Shang Shang Chi, like that one's gonna that that story is gonna be way different to get behind compared to gods coming down to Earth wanting to protect it one more time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's like Independence Day, part three. So, like, I, I think uh, Marvel has a lot to work with, but also its own enemy is itself because it has it's set such a standard for this past decade of how to create a successful cinematic universe. But now with, like, them also having the shows themselves, like Hawkeye and... Oh, yeah, that's... She-Hulk, Miss um, Marvel... We get to see, you know, they're building more towards that to get more backstory. Yeah, who knows? Maybe the TV universe will end up being uh, a better, a better vehicle for their their properties. To yeah, like get cat like Falcon Winter Soldier was really good. Yeah, I mean they were good with the shows. I thought that was they shouldn't they shouldn't steer away from that too much because it seems to be working. I think it's. It may, it's like it, when they built like, Agents of Shield, how they kind of like that was like the gap between the like something to keep you occupied between films. Well, yeah, and I just think it helps. It helps get uh, give a better comic feel because you're able to get more characters and get more sense of the characters in different situations. Not when they're just trying to save the fucking world from aliens coming down. Like when it's not just at Defcon Five. Mm-hmm. Like you get to see them build relationships with people, see them understand how to react to. The people they have to save, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, it's like the thing with, it's like with the how they don't want them all to be treated like Superman, like Superman had to be Clark Kent so he can not be treated like Superman all the time, mm-hmm. right? He just threw some glasses on and a nice shirt, and they're like, oh, it's just some guy, <laughs> not this fucking destruct destroyer universes. <laughs> With your eyes, just his eyes. Like it's like you know, like every show has to have just because. Okay, this guy can shoot webs out of his hands and all that stuff. He's not a kid anymore, and now we always constantly and then and then that, and with Peter Parker, I think it does the best because it's like he's always a kid and he struggles with that the most and puberty like that fucking sucks, dude. And he, and then we never see it with the other guys, and and we saw with. Robert Downey Jr. or Iron Man because he gets to be like that because he's bombastic and he's Tony Stark. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm also Iron Man. Ha, ha, ha. The other characters, we never see them battle that. We see that with the Hulk. And the other ones are just like, oh, yeah, I have these superpowers. It's like, why don't we never see them struggle with that shit? We see that with the teenager. We see that with the Elon Musk of the Marvel world. We see that with... Uh, what? The Russian spy. And then we see that with... Captain America because he got thrown into an experiment. So that's different. Like he signed up for the government, so he he got superpowers because of it. But like everyone else, it was thrusted upon them. We never get to see them in those struggles. So like TV shows do a good job of that. 
like um, the one like that. Yeah, and that, yeah, because it's like same thing with like with Captain America where the Falcon and the Soldier, um, kind of see kind of like almost like the backlash of it because what the actions were done based on you know okay we saved the world but this is what's happening in our part of the world yeah it's you know, people like, like it the people, like the whole uplift thing you know when Thanos <laughs> I want my business thing with Thanos you know <laughs> with Thanos when he did the whole the, the snap and everything and um and pretty much as soon as everyone brought everyone back as soon as Tony brought everyone back all those people who went years without half of the population to come back yeah. hey I want to take my shit back we know? never get to we never get to hear what the uh the building owners have to feel about that without destruction. How they feel about the insurance companies screwing them out of the repair money. Like, we never see their anger towards the Hulk and how he really smashes, but does he really care? Yeah, but remember now we got this. We never Hulk, see Hulk but now care. we got this, like, Hulk who's, like, basically, yeah. he finally, Bruce Banner finally, like, was able to basically control the Hulk, basically, to the point where he just is, like, a combination of smart Hulk, basically. Yeah, Which, hopefully, uh, I get the way to see how. How Miss Marvel? I mean, um, She Hulk's gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. How that's gonna be because I know he's gonna make an appearance in there, and see how um, her character, like how she, because she's like an attorney, right? That's what. Yeah. She's like a defense attorney, I think. Yeah. She works on there, so they came with Miss Marvel. You know that too, because they they're making another Captain Marvel film, but it's gonna feature her and Miss Marvel. Or Monica Rambeau as well. Get to see her as well. Uh, based on if you saw WandaVision kind of what's going to lead into that and I mean if you compare it to like I mean The Boys I haven't finished season 2 I haven't started season 2 of The Boys but remember season 1 of The Boys dude how how this group decides to go against superheroes just with their actions mm-hmm. remember what happened in the first episode yeah that's what's up. The speecher didn't like. I guess either he was on hot. He was he was drunk or something. He, just, he ends up killing a person, dude. Yeah. It was speed. Yeah, it was speed. And you see him like you see Butcher and all them like coming together and pretty much taking their first searches on these superheroes because they don't get like you know criticized or chastised for their actions. There's never a real repercussions. Yeah, because it's just they can hurt people, mm-hmm. which makes sense, I guess. It's hierarchy, it's survival. <laughs> I mean, yeah, with Batman vs. Superman, they tried doing that. Like, Bruce Wayne held that grudge against Superman because of his actions. Yeah, I mean, it's fair. When Bruce was, like, spying Superman's fight with Zod and Man of Steel. Yeah, he was angry because people weren't angry enough. So that's why he went and took justice into his own hands. He was angry. I wish that movie would have been better, like, written, but... Yeah. Like, DC, like I said, DC, like, they had no excuse. They had the rights to all the characters... They could have stretched everything out. They could have stretched everything out to... Because, yeah, they start with Man of Steel. Then all of a sudden, oh, we'll do Batman vs. Superman. But if you're going to bring Batman into the mix, they, they could have done these in the Batman film after Man of Steel. Then do Wonder Woman. Then do a Super Friends movie. And then um, do Batman vs. Superman after that, just to get... Because how she gets involved in that film. Yeah. And then you, then you bring like Flash and Cyborg and but, Aquaman into it, then Justice League. Because like I said, I haven't seen Jack Schneider's like Darkness Cut of Justice League, but I heard it's like a long movie. It's not gonna be good. I haven't checked it out. I know it's you on need HBO to. Max, but it's not gonna be good. But like I said, like DC had no excuse with it because like I said, they had the rights to all the characters. I haven't seen Titans. I heard Titans is really good. 
Like DC's Titans, which is basically Teen Titans, but they're older. Well, they're a little older. But I did enjoy Harley Quinn. The animated show, I can't wait for season three. Because it's like, it's a different, it's like, because not that many adult-oriented DC shows and doing that. They, for anime like that, kind of reminds me of Invincible. Mm-hmm. You saw how bloody Invincible was. And here in Harley like the same thing. They, <laughs> she cusses and it's like, and it does have some, some scenes that are kind of gory and stuff, so... They do get, like, that violent, and I kind of like the whole dynamic between her and Poison Ivy, how they had, like, this friendship and stuff. Like, Poison Ivy, to me, was a little more tame in this one, because she went through the, the, the silent thing, the treatment and stuff. And probably, you know, she just wants to be recognized, and I think just like a psychic, man, being like Joker's psychic, you know, she wants to be, you know, recognized for her work, because she's done a lot of the grunt work. Of course, you see Batman there, and I kind of like how they, they had Derek Bader in there as Batman, and he's just... Try to be a great detective, and of course, um, it made Jim Gordon kind of like paranoid, alcoholic. I guess he lost one of his partners, and he's still traumatized. The point he's trying to get Batman to accept him and stuff, and I kind of it's comedy, but it's like comedy in DC universe. It's when is the DC universe ever been funny, you know? But I kind of like the show, and I can't wait. And you get all these villains that you never like these obscure villains. The bad universe that you haven't seen a lot of time. Condiment King? Guy who shoots ketchup and mustard. <laughs> He's just ketchup and mustard. And Kite Man. <laughs> then you see, like, you know, King Shark. You see, like, oh my god. Dr. Psycho. And then. Who else was in there to make an appearance? But yeah, you get, like, these obscure villains as well. And. I mean, that's the only thing that DC has going for him is, like, the animated shows and. TV shows to expand upon that. It's just like sterile. Arrow, The Flash, you know, Bad Woman, you know. But there, at least they can be able to branch, you know, Legends of Tomorrow. They get to branch, you know, with these characters. They should want to out these characters that these should be villains. These should be, you know, side characters, but now they were getting their own time to be in the spotlight. They're like behind the scenes. And it's like here, the Constantine, which, you know, they tried with NBC. NBC didn't feel they were good. NBC's not known for having superhero shows. To me, they were the wrong network to put superhero shows on. And that's why Cassie didn't last on. I enjoyed that show, and I'm glad they brought the character back into Legends Tomorrow. But no, now, supposedly, I think Mad Ryan, who plays Cassie, said that Cassie, the character, is going to get retired in Legends Tomorrow. But the actor's coming back, but he's going to play a different character. And he told, I think I read the thing today. They were talking about how he's feeling about he's trying that character. He tells like I re- I realize Hellblazer, and to me they hopefully don't they don't give Constantine a happy ending because he's this or that thing because I mean, that character's like tragic and stuff. But he's looking forward to trying to play this other character to bring him along. That, I'm glad they kept him because he's really good as Constantine. I mean, I mean compared to the that Keanu Reeves movie, <laughs> right? Which to me was was okay. But as you saw, if you ever seen Constantine, the original series, it was actually what the Hellblazer was. But, so, we'll be right back, guys. We're going to go ahead and break for an ad, and we'll come back. We'll pretty much talk a little bit more superhero stuff. So don't go away. 
Hey everybody, this episode of Talkin' Pop is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episodes starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience or get more engagement, you're going to check out poddex.com. Make sure you use that special promo code TALKPOP, that's T-A-L-K-P-O-P, for 10% off your first order. Poddex are the hottest new tool for podcasters looking to have more meaningful conversations or Game Fighter podcast. Simply shuffle up the cards, ask a question, and let the content roll. Get yours today at poddex.com. Once again, that is poddex.com. And make sure to use the promo code TALKPOP, that's T-A-L-K-P-O-P, for 10% off your order. Yeah, guys, we're back. Um, just one final thought of Marvel's future. Where is the MC is going? Hmm. It's sad that they had to get rid of some people, um, but I look forward to them finally being able to like move things along a little more in the beginning of this decade, uh, considering well, we're 2021, and if they want to plan movies until 2030, I want to see them at least get X-Men and Fantastic Four thrown in there already by like before 2025 at least. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's going to really drive them home to where it's going to have, it's going to give them, I think, more leeway to be more creative towards the end where they could maybe bring, if they want to bring Galactus into the mix, right, as the big next bad guy to be the thing they want to self-focus around. I think, yeah. I think like, I think they need a really, like, like, a third one because, I mean, we have Thanos. Yeah. They got to really drive home. King, we have Kane to conquer. So I'm thinking that will probably be the next one. Probably Galactus will probably be the third. Yeah. The third villain. This is a big villain that's gonna take on the, the the cinematic universe. And like I said, like I said, I agree with you too about like X Men stuff. Hopefully, with the whole like I said, with this film with Doc, with No Way Home, um, with the whole multiverse. Hopefully, with that, it brings Fantastic Four into the multiverse. Like we don't have to see their origins. We already, we already know their origins. Mm-hmm. So they were X Men. We know about the X Men. So then coming from another universe. It's this universe will kind of change it because, like I said, it's based on what Doctor Strange did in his sequel, what he did in No Way Home, and based on what Loki did in the series. Yeah. Because Loki has been announced for season two, we'll have to see what happened based on his actions. Because he pretty much is the trigger that pretty much brings King the Conqueror into the fold, and we have to see how he is. I mean, we already saw what King the Conqueror is going to look like, um, if you ever see Loki. Who the actor's gonna be? He, like I say, he's in the Loki series in like the last episode, I think. Yeah. Um, that's who the actor's gonna be portraying King, and I like him like when he was the, the good variant. And you get to see a little, he does a little backstory of his character, but he talked about how there's a very different variant. Like every person has different variants. That's different versions of the same character. There's some good, some evil, and the one we're gonna see that's eventually gonna come along is gonna be the evil variant. Which of course is going to be King the Conqueror. And I know you don't like King. <laughs> King Conqueror is one like one. He's like basically besides Thanos, he's like one of the big guys. Because I think he can manipulate time and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he. I think didn't he kill Thanos at one point? Yes, they fought. They fought at one point. I remember that in the comics they did fight at one point. But to me, like my thoughts of this is like now this is, like I said, we already had Black Widow, but that to me that was more of a send off to ScarJo. And like I said, this different. I mean, hopefully Shang Chi does good. 
Internals, I'm more interested in Internals. Of course, Spider-Man. Like I said, it's four film, four Marvel films this year. Versus like last year, we had nothing because, of course, pandemic. And like I said, the TV shows. I can't wait for Hawkeye to come out. Miss Marvel, She-Hulk. Those shows. And then, like, there's been a lot of, like, I guess there's a lot of been reviews and reactions to the show What If. Marvel's on what if, and then of course Black uh, Black Panther two has started filming, and they're introducing um the character Reed Williams who plays Ironheart. So I wonder with that one they're gonna probably have her either like Black Panther's like sister being like the she's a tech wizard as well. So I wonder if she's gonna be inspiring that character versus like Tony Stark. Because if you read Ironheart, you know she's like a, I think she was like an intern under Tony Stark or something. I wonder how they're going to make her in this universe of the Black Panther. And it, it, hopefully our, our prayers get answered and Shuri takes on the, the Black Panther. Mm. You know. And of course with the Marvel's What If, you know, Chadwick Boseman was able to record his lines for the show. And the way, I got to check it out because it's animated and it's kind of one of the new Marvel animated shows. And they got most of the actors from the cinematic universe reprising their roles. I know there's a few they had to change. I think they told Steve Rogers is an actor, Tony Stark is an actor. Um, but Chadwick Chadwick Boseman does replies to T'Challa, but this is T'Challa. He got picked up by the Ravagers. Basically, he becomes like the Star Wars, basically. And then you got um, Agent Carter becoming she becomes Captain America, or she's Captain Britain versus Steve Rogers. <laughs> And uh, I forgot who else. I think they had Marvel Zombies in there as well. See, that's a film I would love to see is Marvel Zombies. And you get about Deadpool 3. Oh, yeah, Deadpool 3. Think about Deadpool 3 because I suppose he's, he's going to be part of MCU. And remember, he has the device by cables so that he can probably just pop in and out if he needs to. I think if he had cables like, you know, device, he'll probably pop into the MCU as well. And with that having a bigger budget now, we just got Disney behind it. Maybe we'll get more characters. So that's in the works right now. It's Deadpool three. So, thank you, So that's fine. So, yeah. So that, like I said, sorry guys, it became like a Marvel esque episode today. But, um, like I said, I kind of figured out it's like the most talked about thing all week was the Spider Man trailer, and all these Marvel movies are coming out soon and. You know, dedicate some time to Marvel, you know. Um, so that's it for the week, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, you can check out our backlog on Spotify, Apple, Google, Anchor, Audible, iHeartRadio, and Pandora. Make sure to subscribe or hit the follow button. Or if you're on iTunes, because you can follow us on iTunes as well. Um, make sure to check out our merch store at spring.com. Search for Talking Pop. Um, you can follow the podcast on at Pop Talking, and that's it, guys. Have a good rest of your week. We'll see you guys again on Saturday. As always, geek on and take care.